0: Today we have with us uh, somebody who I consider pretty much an Instagram star, simply because every time one of his pictures goes across Instagram, it is different from every one of the other pictures that goes across Instagram, and uh, and I uh, I you know, these have been grabbing my attention for a long while, and I'm really excited to have him on. It's Irve Elena. And he comes to to us from France. And um, uh, hello, Hervé.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Um, and uh, so, Hervé, uh, why don't you tell us something about yourself? Um, what do you do uh, for a living? What is? Uh, how did you get into photography and and why were cameras of the 1990s not good enough? And
2: why'd you have to beat on them and... and well, you're uh, getting ahead of yourself, Graham. Let's just start with, Hervé, who, who are you? Where are you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Okay. Do you, so do you do? I,
1: I live near Paris in, uh, called, uh, in a city called uh, Ivry-sur-Seine, but it's near Paris. So let's say I'm in Paris. So uh, I'm an architect. That's what I do for a living. And uh, I started photography when I was about uh, 14 Uh, in, um, how do you say in in English, uh, secondaries? uh, In French we say college, but it's not college for you. High school. uh, Sorry?
2: High school. Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, it's before high school. Middle school. Middle school, thank (laughs) you. So I started photography in middle school, uh, you know, with uh, enlarger, black and white, all that sort of things. And um, I go on with uh, using the, you know, you have in all those uh, schools, you have a photo club, that's the Mm right word, I I would say. And uh, I was always in all the photo clubs of middle school, high school and uh, university as well and uh, i was um, very involved know that so i think uh today i'm almost allergic to acetic acid <laughs> i can't smell <laughs> it <laughs> anyway <laughs> because, just uh, use
0: just use water a uh, water works for a stop bath yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think that uh, if i do it again uh, i will use water instead of uh, instead of vinegar <laughs> And uh, I don't know, but uh, at at a certain point, I was uh, I wanted to do something different. I did a lot of photography with uh, normal uh, reflex. I have I had one of these uh, Olympus OM One, which is, was good. But at the moment, I wanted to do something different. So, and I discovered a uh, panoramic, uh, photography. So the first thing I did was, um, to put, uh, a slight, a slit mm-hmm. the slit inside. Um, I don't know if you can see it on the, up, up, up on so the camera. So
0: this is, uh, for people who are listening, uh, it's just a vertical slit. In, over just a
1: vertical slit. Yeah. Plastic, black plastic.
0: Okay. So, uh, and that sits over the film gate.
1: Over the film. And I was like that, you know, turning on myself.
3: Okay. So so using the rewind to make small Rewinding the
1: camera while I was uh, using uh, the camera. So that was the first panoramic picture I made with, um, well, let's say uh, (laughs) archaic uh, way of doing Mm -hmm. it. But it worked, it worked, and it's not very good, but it it, it gives something so that okay so'm I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there in what way was it
0: not very good because
1: oh, because the, the moving was not uh, uh, regular okay yeah. there there was no uh, the speed of the film was not good okay Going, uh, fast uh, not fast the, enough.
0: You would get uneven exposure. Sometimes it would move slower yeah,
1: with a lot of lines, vertical lines on the yeah. film. So okay. that was the, the first thing I did. So it was more something like uh, an exploration, trying mm-hmm. things to, to see, to see the world differently. And uh, at the same time, I tried um, all the processes like, you know, uh, uh, cyanotype, channel type, I don't know, you know, the blue, mm-hmm. yep. yes, perfect. Oh, bichromat uh, gum, I tried this, but I was not very convinced. It was very hard to do. And uh, in fact, it was more on the, um, the process and less on the results. I think you need to have a good photo to use those, uh, those specific, those original old processes. So I was more interested in, in the camera. So the second one I did was... Um, this another one.
2: Wait, Serve, can I ask what, uh, what year did you build your first camera? Uh, 90,
1: 1990, 1993. And,
2: and were you already working as a professional architect? No, no or this you time I was
1: in uh, high school.
2: I, okay. see, I see. So I So it sorry. started early that yeah, you were. I was in university
1: uh, in an engineering school. So I was um, I was keen on those subjects. I mean, in school, so mm-hmm. I tried to do something else with photography, which I was very interested in. So the second one was uh, uh, this one, which is a uh, Lubitel, Lubitel. I don't know. Uh, It's the Russian camera uh, (laughs) that, you know, maybe it's a kind of very dirty role Yes. And uh, I put uh, a Lego motor on it just to to rewind the film. Okay. So it still works.
3: So that, that gives you a steady progress of the film. Yes, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not very satisfying as well. The, Is that
3: a, was that a spring wound uh, motor? No, no, it's electric? an electric. It's electric. electric. Okay.
1: Yeah. But there's a spring just to, to keep it, uh, I would say, aligned. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was the first tries, attempts. So uh, after. And, that,
0: the, uh, and that's also a, a slit. Um, yeah, yeah, it's also yeah. A slit.
1: Okay. With the, the six by six film going in front of it regularly. Mm-hmm. So if you want, I have some photos I can show, but they are not uh, very. They're all things. But if yeah, you want,
0: it, yes, absolutely. Um, I don't you know have if the, I
1: can share the.
0: Yeah, you can uh, do present now, which is in the lower right hand corner of that uh, of oh, yeah. window. Uh, yep. so-,
3: so you're you're solving two problems then. One is the speed of the film travel, and the other is the timing of the shutter firing in order yeah. to get yeah to get what you're trying to get. And i would be curious if you could describe how you want it to how you wanted it to be, and why it wasn't quite getting the result you wanted
1: mm-hmm. so okay I, I try to share so i can show you mm-hmm. uh how do i where is it
0: it's uh at the bond it's in the lower right hand corner of oh, yeah. yeah present now and for those of you who are listening uh on uh as a podcast uh the videos are available on our youtube channel
1: Okay, so you, oh, okay. can you see the, the picture? So that was yes the first thing I did oh, with that's uh, great. Olympus. So it was a uh, manual winding.
0: Okay, so okay. this is with the OM one.
1: OM one, yes. Okay, and uh, this one is made with the Lubitel. Okay, with uh, Lego uh, winding. <laughs>
0: Oh, that is wonderful! So, once again, um, uh, we are—is there any compositing that figure is the figure was in the photograph at that time, or is that?
3: So, what we're, we're looking at a long panoramic with uh, yeah. various. There's a figure and some chairs, and it's spread out along this very long strip of film, and it looks like the slit was fairly wide. Because you have a whole person in one image, is that correct?
1: No, oh, no, it's a uh, well, one one or two millimeters. No, it's oh, a very narrow. Oh, it's
3: very narrow. Speed, okay, so narrow. yeah, you just happen to get pretty good registration then.
2: Well, he's very smooth at doing this.
1: Yeah, but you can see the, the stripes. Yes, here. yes, like that. So it's um, well, I found it uh, entertaining, but not not satisfying. I mean, mm-hmm. technically, okay. so I wanted to, to go on more exploration. So at, at the end of uh, high school, I was uh, graduated, but um, I didn't want to, to be an engineer. I wanted to do something more artistic mm-hmm. and uh, well, maybe it's because of my family. I don't know, but well, I started uh, uh, architecture school just be- just after. Well, in fact, not after because um, I had to do my military duty. Um, well, in France, we had that at that mo- at that moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We had um, um, it was uh, mandatory for everyone, every boy, at least. So I did that for one year, and uh, asked myself about what I wanted to do when I was older, and uh, I didn't want to be an engineer because all my fellow uh, engineers were going to banks and things like that which i was not very keen on and i wanted to do well to go something in something more artistic so uh well architecture was good for me because i I had this engineer diploma and uh well it was okay so i started that and i was very very interested it was very good for me and um but i Maybe it opens mind about photography as well. So, I started new new projects on photography uh, while doing my studies. So, um, so, 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 um, I never I get a new one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we start <laughs> with another one. This one was uh, made in wood. So it was like the the previous one, you know the made from Russian camera. But this, this one was all made uh, with, um, I can open it, it's quite, quite old now.
0: So uh, I'm going to describe it for the people who are listening. This is a camera with a wood body. It looks like, it is it 120 film? Am I right? No, it's, it's, no, it's f- six, by,
1: six by six. Six by right.
0: six, 120 film. And it it has um, a a bellows front end with um uh, with a uh, what is it a a folder I mean is the whole front end from yeah, a yeah
1: camera? there's a, a bellows and uh-huh. uh, you can move it down uh, well in front or backwards
0: okay okay
1: and well in fact I did never use the, the movement I just. Put it on uh, infinite position and that was all
0: okay um and then it has a body that's partially made of wood and partially made of metal yeah um, yeah <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> so this this one was uh with special well it was quite um simple but there's only one uh, motor electric motor with uh, okay. with a wheel and that's all. And you have a, a button, button in oh, front okay. yeah. just okay. to, to, well, to make a picture. And then okay. you have to move like that if you want mm-hmm. to do a panoramic film. Right. Or, so you swing, uh, the, swing press, the camera
3: sideways. Yeah, swing the
1: camera or just uh, put it on single place. Don't move and wait for something moving in front, which is mm-hmm. the photo finish um, camera. Right. This same thing but in the other in the other way. So this one works worked well but it was both. I can show you photos as well. I have some. Uh, I start uh, I, I have to find the images. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: One of the things that I will say for the people who are listening at home is that the aesthetic of the um, uh, of this certain of this particular camera is very much um, make it work, but not necessarily make it pretty. Um, you know, the wood is unfinished, and um, uh, but. Uh, we're just about to see the pictures that um, I don't know if
1: you can from
3: this. Yes, you can see them. Yes, oh yeah, that's that's really interesting. So, so that what was I see a,
1: is you, you see yeah. the, the stripes, uh, right? Very similar. So yeah.
0: Okay, and the stripes that he's talking about um, are uneven exposure uh, in certain locations. And as he's shown the results from each one of these cameras, that those stripes have gotten less and less yeah. visible. Um, so, yeah. and this, this one, they're 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 there, but they're they're not dominant like they are right.
3: in the yeah. first. Yeah. And because That's- they're because they're very subtle, you focus on the image and then become more aware of the odd distortions that happen mm-hmm. because of the fluid motion while you're while you're making this whole series of exposures. It's almost like a reflection in water or something, you know.
1: Yeah, quite, quite, quite. On some yeah. parts, like uh, on this one in the the lower part of the photography, you have these effects of uh, so. Well, okay, that's uh, that's for the illustration. So, I st-
0: so you can um, as. As that camera, he just showed a very, very long panoramic. It was a vertical panoramic, but it was yeah. very, very... Was that the entire roll of film in one shot?
1: Uh, uh, no.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So Just half of it.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, just then, half of a 120 roll. Just okay. half. <laughs> so,
1: we, you're going to be interested by the next one. So, well, this one was quite good, but... Um, I wanted to do something longer, so um, I thought that I could make one with uh, 135 film. Uh, 135 film. So oh. I, I did this one, which is um, well. In fact, you have a Canon lens. Okay. And that's all. Everything else is made out of wood and plastic.
0: Okay, now uh, it doesn't look like you have a pentaprism at the top yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, it's, yeah,
1: it's from the same camera. Okay. Just to, to oh. make the um, Yeah. Just to make the focus.
0: Yeah. So um, and just to let you guys know this is um uh we'll do it in uh English measurement. It is probably about 10 and a half or 11 inches long by maybe 8 inches high. It is a large camera.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it's not it's not very heavy, so it's quite, okay. it's quite handy. I could, uh, could move like that very easily. So this one was, um, so I have pictures I made with. So I, I made those rolls, which are wow. about, uh, four to five meters long, four yards, five yards. That's okay. I don't know. Yard is more English than American. No, am I right? Yeah, well, I, I, yard meter, meter, same thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: you can use meter. We can, we can translate.
1: Okay, so it's 45 four meters. So it's a complete film. Okay,
0: so. With the camera. Okay, so this is okay. Is this the? Is this a print of what you're showing right now? Is a print yeah. of
2: the thirty-five? So a full roll of 35 millimeter film yeah wait okay i gotta ask a technical question how did you print that did you make a skit, slit scan enlarger i mean <laughs> <laughs> what, not a contact print and you're printing a roll of film that's uh two meters long what what's going on there okay
1: so i, I did that in uh, 1995 so it, no numeric camera no nothing so i had to make a special thing for my enlarger, which is quite Oh, wow! <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, i tried try to show you. So um, that's that was the part that I put on the, on the enlarger, on the plate. Well, uh, uh, and, and the, then it just extends
2: to, to a negative carrier through it, the dry mill. Uh,
1: I have a, a, a piece of... Uh, a film like that. I'm uh, Trying to show you.
2: Okay, uh, I'm gonna
0: try to describe uh, what it's got. <laughs> Good he's, luck. Yeah. So I, okay. I, okay. Gonna... He's, got, he's got a box. Um, okay, so that's just a piece of. Uh, okay, he, he's gonna describe how it works, but it it has what looks like a, a like a movie projector portion to it. It's. Uh, <laughs> okay, so
1: that that was the lower part. Okay. where the the. The 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 paper paper. was going, was rolling, and at the same time, I had this thing inserted in the enlarger, which was rolling like that. You see, uh, that's the the rolling part, just to have the film moving one direction and the paper going in the other direction.
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you, burning and dodging with this system would be a real pain in the butt. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you, you, you guess that there is a, a multiplication of the speed, which uh, mm-hmm. goes uh, uh, right. uh, one time in this direction and four times faster in the paper. And
3: oh, you have okay. a, and you have and a if four, times four times magnification. Four times,
1: then you have, right. to, have, uh, you yep. have to, to have the negative go one time and the paper four times faster.
0: Okay. I'm thinking about how much easier it would be to scan that and print it on an inkjet. <laughs> no, this is way better. <laughs> at, at the, in
1: 1995, but, it was not possible.
0: Right. Okay. So so this is, this is one of those things. Um, I, I have to say, this is one of my favorite things about doing this podcast. I saw some completely different pictures, and we ask questions, and we get this... <laughs> marvelous piece of engineering um, and uh, craziness. Um, So anyway, um, uh, here let's do a a, a real quick summary of what that is for the people at home. Uh, What it is is it's two parts. One part sits on the enlarger and moves the film at a constant rate. The other part sits uh, below the enlarger and moves the paper at a constant rate um okay. and the the, the Ob- difference is yeah and, and the difference is that the paper moves at one or at, at four times the rate of the film moving by because mm-hmm. it's being enlarged four times so wow okay
1: okay and so you, and you so didn't, I, I just had this more okay, on on oh, okay. exposed part just like the same, the same idea, you just have a slit of yeah. the image just to control the, the exposure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. OK, so the larger the slit, the more light. Right. OK. And but if the slit is too thin, you get an uh, even lines on the, the image. Okay. It's not very good. But it, it worked very well. It was very easy to use was about a few minutes to get the paper and the film going that back, backwards mm-hmm. like that in one, one way and the other way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it worked very well. I did uh, maybe 50 or more uh, pictures like that. The wow. hardest part was not the exposure. The hardest part was the developing because you have to, to, to put the film inside the the bath <laughs> mm-hmm. and have it more you know you don't want to have stains on it because there is more developer on one side less on the other side or the paper go backs on the paper and which brings stains and things like that so that was the art path in fact yeah but well it was possible. i did it. Oh,
0: and, and i i can also imagine framing it would be a hard part.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you need space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, here's here's a quick technical question. How many prototypes did you throw away of those of those two elements—the enlarger element and then the easel element?
1: Uh, first time I did it <laughs> worked. <Whoops. laughs>
3: of <laughs> asian paintings that were done on very long scrolls and you I, didn't always I didn't get
1: the the beginning of your
3: uh so asian painters often painted yeah, yeah. traditionally oh, on long scrolls like... and they didn't necessarily look at it all at once you would you would sit yeah, there and just
1: turn roll it the scroll, like that turn like the rolls. Like, uh... yeah right wow. so well uh, i've shown some of these films uh on the instagram but okay. for the Instagram framing, I just cut them in. Yeah, like that. Put on one. It's not
2: that. an ideal format for this. Yeah, I I really want to see this in real life. Gotta get on a plane.
0: Yeah, I I really can't imagine a screen being I any unless you were able to put you know four or five screens next to each other. Um. Uh. That you wouldn't be able to really get anywhere near it. I have a uh, suggestion. You know, yeah. in airports, how
3: they have those moving walkways? That would be yeah. the perfect place to hang one of these. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I can choose some of these uh, pictures, which are like this, one uh-huh. on top of each other. So um, yeah. Coming. So. Does this is okay. some of these images? Some of them have been. Uh,
0: oh yeah. Okay.
1: Some of them are on the Instagram account.
0: Right, and that explains these that I didn't understand, but, but uh, I do now.
1: Yeah, so you can.
0: It's ca- it's still very
3: fun to see them stacked up like that too, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's another way to experience time because you
1: can jump. So uh, the, this like one, uh, most of them are panoramic pictures. Very movie. Well, I mean, I'm moving, not circularly. You know, I'm not turning on myself. I'm really like dancing in front of the um, the objects. That's why it is all messed up like that. Okay. And uh, this one is more like a photo finish um, image.
3: So you were moving the in front of a stationary a camera. Yeah. The camera was so... uh, on a tripod. So this is an image of these in contorted arms and hands. And I think Salvador Dali would have paid a lot of money for this camera.
0: Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. okay. Have you um, had any um, exhibitions of these in galleries?
1: Um, I,
3: okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh,
1: well, in fact, no. Once. Once there was an exhibition in um, in Arla, you. Okay. But it was in the the off festival. Okay. It's not in the main main uh, festival. Yeah, the...
0: I I just think that um, now the problem, as you said, a lot of space. Um, you're, you know, in. In a standard gallery, you only may be able to dis- display four of them, one on each wall, right? Um, but um, I, 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 yeah, you need to enter these. If you're not entering these into uh, uh, show shows, uh, highly recommend. It. I, I mean, this just um, this triggers in my brain that that little never seen it before. Oh my god, this is way cool. Uh, so. <laughs>
3: Something else, though, which is that they are also really wonderful images, even if you have no idea how they were made, or if you couldn't care less about camera technology. And that's also somewhat unusual.
1: I
0: fully agree with that statement. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So it's really about movement and gesture. So when I made the the pictures, the photos, I was moving like that, you know, like trying to, to find a very smooth and controlled movement about that speed. You understand? Okay. It's not moving like that. It's not, it's not slow. It's quite fast. In fact, so you can, um, can find the the right speed and the right movement to, to have the camera to record everything in front. Okay. It's more like dancing. You understand?
3: Yes, and also, these images don't just remind me of the flow of the reflections in water, but there's also that feeling of moving water, like you're watching a stream go by, and when, you are, when you're moving the camera that we can see, you, you know, we're watching this video of you, you're moving in that sort of water flowing kind of way. So there's very, I feel a very strong resonance with, with water and flow. Mm-hmm. In the images and in what you're doing, both, mm-hmm. because time is involved.
2: I want to ask a technical question, Irve. Uh, did you ever think of putting the camera itself on a motorized head, like a tripod head, to move it in any uh, controlled fashion? Or that's, you know, be, because you you've done such an amazing job, like building this uh, technical marvel inside of the camera, right? That's very precise. Um, and and we can watch through the iterations; it gets better and better, technically. Um, and then you just wind up using it like uh, like a total artist. I wonder if if you have ever decided to use it like an engineer, um, you know, to to get something very precise out of it. Or that's not something that interested you.
1: No, uh, I didn't want to do that. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> here, here, <laughs> I've seen some. Uh, I've seen some work of art, like, I don't know if you know the this film uh, from uh, Michael Snow, which is a Canadian uh, artist. And uh, the film is called uh, La Région Centrale. And in this film from Michael Snow, in he, he, on the top of uh, some mountains in the Canada, he puts a camera, that, a film camera, that moves in every direction like that. And the film is about three hours long. And you just get DZ, because the camera goes up, down, in one direction, in another direction, it's completely automatic, well in fact not really because he has some uh, kind of uh, uh, control machine uh, hidden somewhere, but it was about uh, filming the, the landscape and making some film about moving in the, in the surroundings and well it's a um, must see film but it's more like a, it's more like an experimental film uh, maybe you can s- find some uh, extract or excerpt of the film because it's 3 hours long so it's you can find it but you yeah. can find 10 minutes by 10 5 20 minutes somewhere on uh, maybe on youtube or elsewhere so it's completely automatic and well the film is very interesting but I wanted something more more free. That's why I I talked about uh, dancing before, you know, like moving in one way, completely uh, free out of uh, uh, you know, rotating head or something like that, because those cameras, they they exist, you have uh, you have cameras that turns all by themselves and made very perfect uh, 360 degrees panoramic Images, but I don't think that was not the idea.
3: I I also um, uh, immediately thought of Eve Tangui, the sculptor, when when I saw these, and those were machines, but they also danced and did crazy, chaotic yeah. things. Yeah.
1: Okay, so um, in those cameras, the. Um, there was one thing that i found interesting that was that the the beginning of the the image is not the same it's not the same moment at the end of the film like it's like, it's like a, a movie film but linear you know it's uh you have a stripe of film and there's a beginning and there's a there's a the hand uh, there's an end of it so i i thought that there was something that could be explored and I saw this uh, well I knew it before it's, um, it's the um, there's an image which is quite well known uh, from a French photographer or when you have a uh, there's a car going this way and the the, the tree going that way I well oh. I don't remember the photograph at this moment because I'm <laughs> quite stressed, but <laughs> yeah, it, it will come comes back. Uh, so um, it's about, you know, the curtain going that way in the camera, going back down or up, and it's not the same moment in the image from uh, the beginning of starting the photo and ending it. So it's about... Um, working on the slits but working inside the the camera not not like i did for the panoramic camera where the film is moving this way i wanted to do something with the um, with the curtain so i made a new camera Um, uh, so this one the the return of the russian camera
2: (laughs) (laughs) another lubitel
1: Another it looks. So, it looks like
2: to me uh, that Halloween costume where you have like an arrow with a headband on it, and you <laughs> clip it on your head, and and you've got an arrow through your head. That's. It looks like you stuck a two by four right through the middle of a camera. I, this one I loved looking at on your website.
1: Okay, so uh, this this is not the um, the original one. I did it after because uh, I wanted to keep. Um, the trace of what I did before, at the beginning, so it looks like, but it's not the original one. So the idea is that there is kind of a curtain going, moving inside. It should be black. It's, okay. it's white, but it should be black, and it's it's going from one side to the other, like that, with a small slits. and there's a, a winding uh, motor inside, just to move it, but. Fast, but not too fast, because if it's too fast, then there's you don't see the what's interesting in starting the the image at different moment. So it has to move in maybe half a seconds or maybe one second from one side to the other side of the frame.
2: You okay. See?
1: So that was the the first thing I did. So um, I can show you one of the some of uh, the images I did. I'm trying to find it. Uh, Where is it?
2: I have had to stop myself from drawing 30 different cameras in my notebook while I'm trying to take notes about this podcast. I think this is the most fired up I've ever been to build some sort of slit scan camera. Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay, so I, I don't have pictures uh, in my, but I have some other things. So i show you other things. Okay. Which so is I, the same. Would,
3: I just I just have a quick question. So basically, the, the the slit is moving across the film at a certain speed, and you're also yep. moving the camera. So you're getting a no, similar- No, the camera nope. is, is static. Ah, okay. Can't it
1: can, it, I can move the camera, but it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Depends, so you, you you're going to see. So these are one one roll of film. So you see on on the um, the second one from the left, there's no no difference from a normal uh, view. But in the others, you can see that the camera the image is going distorted because uh, the camera is moving, or maybe maybe in this other one people are moving. Right. You see, so there's there's people. Some of the people are not uh, deformed. Yeah, no.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so this and, kind of this gives us an effect that is very much like a what a swing, <coughs> excuse me, a swing lens camera would give us. In that, mm-hmm. it, it in that the uh, exposure of each portion of the image, left to right is done at a different time so if there's something moving it can be diagonal it can be um, stretched it can be wavy that type of thing yes
1: so each each uh, in this in this example you have four images made at different moments so it's not four image from the same uh, moment it's one after one so in each image's each image sorry Uh, it's just the I'm not moving I'm static and it's just the curtain shutter going down Mm -hmm. or going up depends and you have these um, effects of uh, distorting things according to their movements
3: so the most active people are monsters and the calm people are, are, are look fine <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah exactly
0: <laughs> oh yeah okay okay so uh, yeah go ahead
1: okay so well that was uh, a good start so after that I was uh, wondering if I could uh, instead of having just one image but more images at the same time, but uh, each image, one after one, but um, inter, how would you say? Interlaced. Interlaced, yeah, maybe. So I I made this camera, which has um, uh, 16 lens. didn't spoke about at the beginning is uh, that before making the cameras starting my first camera I was very interested in making uh, series of photography so uh, these are very more than 30 years old pictures that I did and it's all about um making photos of moving things so this is just uh you can see the pictures i hope yes so yes this is just a a piece of plastic roll rolling on the sand and i did those series of uh, images very early and i wanted to to go on in um, exploring moving things so in this one it's just a, a bunch of um, earth no yes yeah. yes and i i was throwing them in the air and i did a lot of pictures of uh, of throwing things like that
0: and I- so one of the things that i noticed he's showing strips of five pictures that are together Um, and they're all of roughly the same scene, but the moving objects in a different location. And the thing that that I'm noticing is that those pictures are a unit. There are five pictures that are a unit as opposed to this is this is the good picture out of these five. Um, or this is, you know, you're not looking for single images. You're looking at the series of images. Am I right in that?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the ID. So, I, okay. I, I, I had more than more pictures than that, and then I choose them to compose, uh, the series, which, uh, the series, which is, um, in fact, the result of the five images, not a single image.
0: Okay.
1: Then, as, as you say, it's more, uh, global thing that one image after one.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and these, these came before the... Uh,
1: before, before the cameras. Okay. So I started with these things, which uh, I found very interesting, but in the, in the end, I was uh, thinking of um, inventing cameras that could um, explore the moving things, but in a um, poetic way well, let's say like, like that, not, not just recording things and uh, this is something moving, this is something rolling, this is something I'm throwing. I wanted something more uh, distorted or maybe like the movement is going on and you can see that there's uh, stripes in the, in the moving things and um, not just pictures one after one other that you can do with a film camera. A normal movie camera. I right.
0: Okay. Um, now, you were talking a little bit. We just took a little break. And you were talking a little bit at the, uh, in the break about Henri... Uh, Un <laughs> unreal You pronounce it. Yeah. Um, uh, his picture of the race car with the oval wheel that was... Yeah, from La uh, Yeah, Thank you very much. And uh, which I see as a very... Um, I, I look at, at photography, at, um, at how it started to disrupt um, the art world and the painting. Uh, you know, uh, painters up until 1850 did very realistic paintings, but then cameras could do that. Um, and it put all of those artists, all those portrait painters, or a lot of them out of business so they came up with something else and we, we see it as Impressionism and, and Expressionism and Cubism and all those other things. Similarly, in the 1920s, when when this, this image and some other images came out of the speeding um, race cars going by and suddenly they have oval wheels, then every cartoon after that that showed a fast car was drawn with oval wheels and yeah yeah, it's true and and that's you know we without a camera we never would have thought that that never would have been an image without a camera
1: no Um, it's it's not real say that again i'm sorry it's it's not real. the the wheel is not distorted like an ellipse it doesn't exist it's not
0: and it became that symbol of speed, and that was one of the things that that, that I find absolutely interesting. So, so you're working within that, uh, w- within that continuum, correct? Yep. Okay.
1: So, uh, so I I wanted to do something about uh, photographing moving things and make series of things, not mm-hmm. one image. Pro again, make one image, throw again, make one image. I want to do in a, just as a, a one image with more image inside. So I, okay. I made this camera, which was the um, using the same uh, principle as the other. I don't know if you can see. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a shutter that goes down or goes up mm-hmm. in front. Of the four four by four um, lenses, so the lenses are just uh, from um, uh, you know plastic uh, Kodak uh, disposable disposable cameras. cameras.
3: Uh, So this camera has multiple eyes like an insect, uh, and it is it is, and then the light is being thrown onto the film with a set a series of lenses. together.
1: Just a moving the moving shutter inside.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not quite easy to show what I try. Mm-hmm. You see the, the shutter right. goes down or it goes oh, up. Yeah. Like that.
3: Mm-hmm. So their Using, slit is moving up and down and exposing yeah. four lenses at a time essentially and then blending to the next and blending to the next.
1: Yeah. So the the shutter is just a small slit. But like a stair goes like a stair, like that. Uh-huh. so that it's not in the same moment for the four images on the same row. You see uh-huh. on the same mm-hmm. row, each mm-hmm. image, it just behind the second one, because the slit goes down. And oh. when the slip the slit ends the first one, it's still going on the fir- fir- the three other ones. Right. And when it goes on the upper ones, then you have to wait to get the the, the following lenses.
3: So the yeah. time element bleeds diagonally down across all
1: yeah, yeah, images. And okay. it's um, in a way that every image is a few seconds from the other.
3: Yes. Okay. okay. So yeah. so when I have another from question.
1: From one row to the other, the same thing. Yeah.
3: So, is there a grid of little boxes so that each lens is only hitting a discrete part of the film? Uh, so, are the image circles overlapping, or are they separated by? A no, grid they're,
1: of, they're oh. separated because behind the yeah. shutter, there's a, a grid. Right. To separate okay. the images. Right. And uh, so, I can show you some of the pictures I did with um, this one.
0: By the way, I'm, um, while he's uh, going through the sharing process, uh, for the people at home, this camera is uh, uh, more sophisticated in its build, in that it looks like it's made out of um, uh, sheets of, um, uh, of. Uh, is that metal? Is that a metal uh, front to it, a metal body?
1: No, it's plastic.
0: Plastic, okay. Or plastic. But... but- yeah, it uh, but it's, it's a little bit more finished. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: so there's uh, some parts of it are from a printing uh, machine. Okay. In, inside, and uh, it's all r- mixed up from from things from machines from one side the other one. You know.
2: Sure. We say
1: récupération. Uh, I don't know.
2: Recycling.
1: Recycling. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> up to date camera.
0: <laughs> it, it kind of does look like an old uh, S or, um, VCR, um, a video cassette <laughs> machine, but... Um...
1: There's no VCR parts inside. <laughs> Only printing machines and things like that. Okay. And it's quite simple. It's, it's using a step motor mm-hmm. and just uh, one button to get it one side up one side down
0: and what is the duration of the uh, exposure of all 16 yeah
1: oh it's about um you, you see there's um a small um, thing so i could have i can uh, so the the duration of one image is from half a seconds to two seconds
0: Okay, that's... and and the different speeds um, are how you control exposure on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's okay. yeah, yeah, that's it. You, okay. you can only control the the speed. Okay. That's the only way. Okay. And you can also control the speed with the size of the slit. So if the slit is very thin, less okay. light. If the slit is bigger, uh, more light. But yeah. when you want to change size of the slit you have to open the camera so Uh in fact you can only make a batch of images at the same place with the same uh, settings and then change the film reset the the camera and do it again so it's well but it's only a 120 film so it's not a lot of pictures
0: yeah um i will tell you you're gonna need to figure before you sell it. Um before you have your kickstarter for this uh camera, you're going to need to figure out how to how to adjust the slit um while without having to change the roll of film. <laughs> but I did it. Um uh, oh, you just you, mean you just painted it right there, or yeah, but
1: the, in the next camera, which is in the next camera.
0: Oh, okay. Ah,
1: okay.
2: I love what what I love about all of this, and and we haven't really talked about this very much, but I mean, we have talked about it on the top a bit. Is that um, engineering is mean, a like, process, right? And so you know, it's that old adage about how like. like um, uh, the, the road to success is littered with like failure, but like I think of it as prototypes, and I, you know, uh, all of your cameras are sort of you know one theme that keeps building and keeps building and keeps building. Um, I really, you know, I love that about it. It's it's very much you know an engineering mindset uh, that I see.
3: I'd have to add that even the images themselves follow an iterative process. Each exposure is essentially mm-hmm. a series of experiments.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to show you some images made with uh, this camera. Okay. So uh, I just go on. Uh, on the images, one after one of them. So this, this first series was made in a a veterinary school in uh, near Paris. So
3: So we can see the skeleton of a horse in the background. Skeleton
1: of a horse and uh, my hands are moving just under uh, underneath. Wow. So this one. It's more like um, (laughs) moving hands, moving chair.
2: (laughs) That's beautiful. So this one Your hands look uh, like flamingos to me.
1: This is- That's really amazing. I was droning myself in the lake.
3: Well, it's only a two second exposure, though. So you- you...
1: Yeah, I I could breathe.
0: Okay so, so the, uh, for the people series, uh, who, and this oh. one is
1: more for not for children's but um, it's more like dancing <laughs> um
0: uh it, what uh, for the people who are just listening to this as they're driving to or from work um we're getting pictures of a grid of 16 images four across four tall um, they are, they're not square images, they're rectangular images, but each one has um, a, a slightly different placement of objects from the one previous to it. So there are usually some consistent elements in every one of those images, but the grid is, um, the grid as a whole is a grid of 16 images that are close to one another but not quite one another so they're transformed as time proceeds absolutely yeah
1: yeah so you you have the beginning of the image on one side and the end of the image on the other side and all images are in between each other so you can find the same moment in uh, about eight images at the same time. I don't know if it's very clear to understand that. When when you have uh, one part inside the image, you can find it in another place in in the second one, the third and the fourth one, fourth one. Okay.
0: So the the first image is at the bottom left. Am I correct?
1: in that? Well, yeah, well, anyway, it it works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Um, it, it's it, uh, yeah, it's wonderful. Um, it, part of one of the one of the things that I love about this grid is the images progress from left to right, but they also progress from top to bottom or bottom to top. Um, so it's not just like you get image one in the upper left, image two, image three, image four. And then you go back to the first one in the second row, and it's image three, or image five, image six. It, it's it's that they move in time, both vertically and horizontally. And yeah. this is, you just have to see this.
3: Yeah, it, unif- it unifies the composition.
0: Yeah. Um, and once again, um, uh, both, uh, Herve's uh, website and his Instagram are noted in the show notes. Um, so both of those things are in the show notes for you guys to uh, take a look at.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, his website, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna add, like, you gotta go look, like, um, many of us build beautiful cameras. Uh, Herve takes amazing and beautiful pictures. The one of the hands is like, it looks to me like, a time lapse of like a flock of flamingos uh you know uh flying into the air. It's is really beautiful and amazing and like it's a head scratcher in how you did it, but also just a beautiful thing in, in its own uh so. even even if it wasn't done in an amazing way.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um so 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 um next one. It's this okay. one. So. So in fact I wanted to go further in the ID. So instead of having four <laughs> by four, there's sixty lenses. So it's six row, six on this row and ten like that.
2: Okay. Ten by okay. what what did you where where did you get all those lenses, in the
1: yeah, same place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's uh it's from uh,
1: plastic cameras so uh well all the p- previous cameras were made uh, quite early in the before 2000 1995 1998 things like that and after i was graduated from uh, arch- architecture school and i started to work and i was completely in the in the architecture business and uh, i couldn't find time to to make photography once you well think? i i did some photos but uh, in the normal way let's say okay not making cameras but i had something in my mind that i wanted to do from i wanted to do this camera from maybe 20 years ago but i couldn't find time to do it and and also there was no technical solutions for me to do, to make it at at the moment. So when the printing, uh, 3D printing started to appear, uh, well, the idea came back because I could do some things that I couldn't before. So, yeah, so this, uh, the lens, the 60 lens is 3D printed, not the lens of course. And, um, I have this small button just to change the, the apertures, so inside, wow. there's a kind of uh, like uh, moving... Um, uh, how do you call the, the things to... A comb. comb. A yeah. comb, comb. Yep. yeah. Yeah, a comb. There's a comb inside with small holes, four holes for each lens that you can move to get the different, um, I don't know if you can
2: see. Wow, wow. Like an old Kodak brownie.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's same. Brilliant. Idea. Okay, it's
2: so, so this simple way and I elegant. set
1: the, the aperture. So it's from uh, 5.6 to uh, 11, uh, 16, 16, 16, sorry. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that was first thing I could do. Instead of uh, having to change the slit all the time, yeah. And um, well, of course, the camera uses um, uh, four by five uh, mm-hmm. film. Yeah. So I have the. Um, so this is an example of.
0: Um, oh yeah.
1: Of four by five film, which with. with
0: yeah. And it's um, it's 60 images on a four by five sheet of film is what yeah, we, he yeah. was just showing.
1: And um, sorry, I have to. OK, I just put it on. And uh, so. There's more positions in the camera first. I can uh, close the um, the um, the frame, the yep. So I can put the um, the film holder behind, and then I can um, press to have it move like that and make the exposure. So and, I have
0: a um, and a diagonal shutter just scrolled by a diagonal, yeah. Um, so, a diagonal slit, so that gives. Different exposures at different points along the um, the sequence. There we go. Okay. I'm
1: going back, if I wanted to make yeah. another picture, so there's a winding. You
2: know. Yep. It's it's called the lead screw. I see you're not yeah. only using 3D printers to make camera bodies, but you're using 3D printer parts to make yeah. cameras. It's something I've been very interested in.
1: And. Um, the shutter, the curtain here is from a Graflex camera.
0: Okay. <laughs> Speed,
1: Speedmaster camera, I don't know. I don't remember yeah. the name yeah. because you have those great shutters that very, very big curtains. Yeah. And so I took the the, rolls, the rolling things inside the Graflex are inside the, the upper part and the lower part of the camera
2: okay hey does this camera have a name Hervé? sorry did you give this camera uh, a name we haven't talked yeah, about any of this 60. okay
1: Well, well it's, not, <laughs> it's, it's not a great name but well anyway
2: <laughs> i love it
1: uh so i have um, inside there's electronic to control the the step motor speed and so on so in fact now i have a uh, Small things like that, so I can change the speed. I don't
2: know. Okay,
0: so now what he's showing is the um, the adjustment of the speed of the um, uh, of this the shutter going by, the yeah, shutter going by, and it has a little um, LCD readout. And is it Arduino controlled? I don't
2: know. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: Arduino controlled. Okay.
2: I think it's amazing that um, instead of like everybody else who would have used a dial or a set of buttons, Hervé just put in sliders for shutter speeds like a audio engineer. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, in this camera, if I want to change the, the, the slits, oh, wow. I have a set of slits. So this one is a small one.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh huh, and and l- let me describe this. Okay, so each so one of these, one. each one of these slits is um, square to the top and bottom, but it's like a stair step moving up, so that they once again um, expose different levels at different times. Okay, and they're.
3: And each one of each one of these is is a strip that you can pull out of the camera and replace with a yeah, different one, between, like a waterhouse stop. Yeah. Between
1: each each exposure, uh-huh. I just open the camera behind. That's quite easy, and then I take one slit out and I put another one inside. Okay. And I have to set the slit on the camera with the the slide bars, just to get the 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 speed, the exposure. Mm -hmm. So there's one uh, one slide bar for the motor speed and the other one is for the size of the slit. Okay. See, so I choose one slit. I put the slit, the bar on the right size, right um, place. And then I can choose the speed with the other one okay okay so this is the easy part because the the hard thing to do was the film order.
2: i thought the hard thing would have been uh, making a 60 eyepiece viewfinder (laughs) (laughs) well you don't (laughs) i don't have it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh that's the the film order, and um which is what is very important is you have to get the film very close to the shutter uh-huh. because if it's not very close then the the image is not um it's, well it overlaps each one on the on the other one I don't know if it's um very clear, but you you have to get it yep. very close to get the image very distinct one from uh, the other okay sure okay, so um. In fact, I have agreed like that. I put the film inside, and um, when I can close it like that, when the image is in, when the film is inside, mm-hmm. ready for shooting. So I just get it out so you can understand. And when I want to make a picture, I take this out like in a uh,
0: just a uh, normal dark slide yeah yeah
1: normal dark slide like you have on um on six uh, like um, what's the name not roll effects but the the other ones you know on the six by six um
2: also blob sure answer, yeah. You have yeah. yeah
1: so and then yeah. um you have the grid and you can expose the film
0: Okay, so uh, for the people who are at home, he has made a um, a film holder himself that fits just this camera. I assume it fits just this camera, the, and the film holder has a the grid that divides up the images, um, yeah. and so it is. It's not just throwing a normal four by five film holder in there.
1: No, so I have ten of them. So I can make ten okay. pictures.
2: Okay. That's six hundred pictures. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, just to, to end with it, that's the the, the funny part. Um, on one side here.
2: Yeah.
1: Oops, sorry. <laughs> it's getting uh, not the right. Speed. Okay. I have a. I don't know if you can see. There's a small. Um, yeah, mark. Mark, moving. yes yeah. In fact, it's um, metal.
0: Um... Oh, just a uh, ball bearing. Yeah, ball it's just ball.
1: Yeah. So when um, when I make uh, a picture. With my met- metal ball, mm-hmm. I can. Um, so that's the first part when I load the film. And when it goes in the red, it's the beginning and the end of the film. So you can see that that's the length, the, the moving wow. shuffle. So I can see uh, from anywhere that the film is going on, it's uh, moving, and when it goes up, puff. It just
2: folds. Is is that just from a nut with a magnet on the lead yeah, screw? Yeah,
1: it's very simple magnet on screw, and um, so I can get the idea of the beginning and the end of the uh, the picture.
0: Okay, and one of the reasons why you need that is it sounds like it runs pretty
2: quietly. It is not loud at all. Somebody's Sometimes, using micro stepping.
1: <laughs> yeah, micro That's that's real. Uh-huh. That's it. So it's just to to have an idea of when it starts, because sometimes I'm in front of the camera, so I need to know when it's okay. It's running. The the ball is moving. One first thing and second thing, I can see I'm going too fast or I'm going too slow uh, in the image so I can adjust or change for the next image. Okay. Of course, uh, I have a remote control. (laughs) (laughs) So it's more like a James Bond uh, remote control.
3: Uh Yeah, I don't know if I'd wave that around in public too much. Uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: unless you want 60 images
2: of yourself being arrested. Um is that a regular just radio frequency r- remote control?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, three hundred and thirty-three megahertz. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. It's it's so um it's such a throwback to see a radio with an extendable antenna these days.
1: <laughs> it's cooler. Yeah.
2: It is super <laughs> cooler. I agree. <laughs> it actually it's so good.
3: It's more pro. It is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so you there's one more left. Okay. One more camera. I think
0: we're ready. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just put this one back on that. So the, the last one I made, uh, is um so it's uh i got a leica m10 uh, yeah on top of it okay and and in front i have a device which use um, two polarizing polar, polarizing film yep. going backwards so i think the best thing to do is to show you so when i press the button Uh, this thing presses the button of the Leica and the other one makes the polarizing film turns. So in fact there's two polarizing films turning in two different directions in front of the lens, so I can get um, I would say it's kind of stroboscopic effect. Okay, Uh, I'm realizing I'm realizing I didn't show you some pictures of the the cameras before.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll we'll see those in a second. But I just want to understand this. (laughs) This is a single 35 millimeter frame where you are essentially turning uh, using the polarizing, uh, the opposing polarizing filters in front. You're essentially turning the lens on and off, on and off, on and off
1: yeah yeah so i can okay i do it more with a lower speed
0: okay it's, oh yeah okay
1: it goes like that like a vibration uh-huh. it's not uh light black light dark light dark it's going from light to dark slowly from like a like breathing. you understand yes yeah. So,
3: so it's a, a pulse. Yeah, it's more like it's more a like pulse. a pulse. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's not you know like um, uh, the the great master of stroboc- stroboscopic film uh, is uh, Mister Ed Edgerton. You know, Edgerton. he made pictures of uh, atomic bombs and uh, drops of milk and uh, balls bullets going through uh, apple in the fifties. Okay, that's that's the, the great photograph, he, he was more like an engineer, but he did some nice things with uh, stroboscopic uh, photography. So I, I wanted to explore these things, but uh, more like a pulse, something that disappear, appear like uh, you know it's different movement. So that was the, this kind of uh, things that goes in front of the camera just okay. try it. but it's just the beginning because the the pictures i made for the moment are not very convincing i need to to work on the on the photos on the on the subject sure. okay so i can set uh the number of pulse from one to 24. So okay i can have 24 pulse like that and the speed also and it's direct on the, um, directly on the numeric camera, okay. which is the only one which is numeric and not, um, digital, sorry, digital oh, camera really? and not, um, not, uh, silver, well, yeah. old-fashioned.
0: I, I do like the fact that you, um, you chose a Leica to put this in front of. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a disposable... <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> no, this one is not disposable. Yeah.
1: So it yeah, there's a reason for that. Because um when I shoot with Leica, in, when you shoot with a reflex camera, generally you you close your eyes,
0: uh-huh.
1: you see through the lens, and that doesn't fit me. I don't want that. Yeah. So when I use the Leica, I have the, the other Eyes open, so in fact, I use my two eyes: one to see the things, and one through the, the, the range the metric device. Yeah, range. That's what I like. I like to to see the things directly. So that's why most of the most of the cameras I've done, they don't have any any. How, how do you say? Um, there's no viewfinder. You just make the picture. You hold it. And you take a picture that's the idea
2: so now that we've progressed to digital cameras and and in some way you're you know for the last bunch of cameras we've looked at they were all scanning backs right the the shutter came very slowly across the film i wonder if uh because particularly um, on the four by five uh scanning shutters have you thought about mounting a small scanner to it instead of using a shutter and just using a digital scanner bar or not interesting to you.
1: Well, in fact, there's a problem of uh, speed, because um, uh, with scanners it would be too slow, mm-hmm. and uh, with uh, this camera, I can make uh, I can make a picture in. Uh, well, each each image, one small image, um, can be more than uh, a tenth. Of a seconds, so it can be very oh, fast, sorry. and that's very interesting because I can, I can go from um, a tenth of a seconds to uh, thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. It can be very slow or it can be very fast, and it works every time. Because if the slit is quite is thin enough, it works. So I'm sure you can do things like that with uh, digital cameras. I've seen some films made with uh, uh, ultra high, very fast cameras, and then using computing uh, device, very uh, well time-consuming processing image, just to take a picture from one part, take, put it in the other, and Create this scanning effect. You can do that, but it's very long and it's not um, it's not direct. When I get the um, when I get that, it's it's finished. So all in mm-hmm. one. Right. So after I can I can set it more precisely with the colors and the the exposure with uh, softwares, but well. It's more like uh, uh, you know the French photographer Henri Cartier-Bresson would say, mm-hmm. of course, L'inst- l'instant décisif, the the this, the very moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, and, and that's and what
3: what everybody's talking about is the advantage of film in that you when you're done with your your process, you have you know a concrete finished thing that's that you can then print or look at. Scan. I I wanted to I wanted to see if this last camera. I'm wondering if maybe uh, maybe lighting might be a big part of getting results. More control over the way the results come out. Like uh, I'm not sure what sort of subjects you're using, but I'm imagining that lighting could matter a lot.
1: With, with this one, with yes. the
3: with the Leica, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, uh, if there's too much light, or if I want to um, slow down the stroboscopic, stroboscopic effect, I can put some uh, filters in front.
3: Uh, neutral density filters. Yeah, yes. neutral
1: density filters. Yeah. So it works all the time. But it yeah. still needs more more trials, more, more exploration once again.
2: Sure. <laughs> Okay, can we see some photos from this?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. I can't wait. Uh, so so so, um, and then after I will show you some um, some pictures from the um, this camera 60. Uh, so where is um, coming? So I don't, is it okay? You can see them. Yes. So yes. these are four images in one.
0: Okay, and this is so, this is from the the sixteen.
1: No, no, this is from the stroboscopic uh, oh. pulse, pulse camera.
0: Okay, so so you took each one of these frames individually. Yeah, and then, then I
1: comb- combine yeah. them.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. okay.
1: So, so it's more like uh water moving things. Oh yeah. So this is more like exploration. It's not very I I don't needs more needs more work to to find out something interesting. But well, anyway, sure. it's the beginning.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. I am um uh I think that there's plenty here. Um that is working like okay so the ones that um that were looking at oh that last set of three of them vertically um those look like they were set to a much faster uh and many more um oscillations of the um uh of the the filters the the polarizer am i right that this is more on off
1: yeah maybe i was moving faster in this one okay so these ones the last ones are with birds so you can see that you can see about five six birds
0: okay so in this image that um uh of of a seagull going by it looks like there is one in one um frame or one part of the image where the um the bird is more solid than it is in the other parts of the image. Uh it's particularly on the first one that you showed. Um, this one. Yeah. Um, like if we look at the bird on the on the right side, um we've got like a bird in the center of the movement that is solid, but then we have echoes in front of and behind it um do you know why that why that one is solid in the center and then not as solid on the edges? Or? I don't
1: know. <laughs> I, I think
3: I, I think I can guess uh if uh-huh. you're pan, if you're panning the camera and, uh-huh. and you're moving in sync with the gull just as the lines of the two strobes uh, of the two filters align, uh-huh. the fact that you're panning will help it be more clear, whereas if your personal movement is not quite, uh in sync with the bird um, you won't get as clear an image
0: that's my guess
1: yeah Yeah, maybe it's this it's the reason
0: why yeah wow these are very interesting ah yeah i'd be
3: really interested to see you try using this in with black and white uh setting i think this camera you can set it to black and white, um, or you could after yeah. you could change it afterward, but yeah, so that, uh, you could try that in in uh, what I mean is in a lighted environment. So that if you had very strong light and dark shadow, it might be it might really be interesting to see what that would do.
1: Yeah, maybe the the, the last series of images was uh, just uh, my hand uh, walking walking across walking yeah walking across. So it looks like. Uh, um, like an insect or or or
0: to me it looks like the like the jaw of a horse or something like like that um and uh, yeah okay
1: so in these ones i had maybe 24 or pulses to get it
0: and this being in a lower light situation you can have the the shutter of the camera open longer to have more um, uh, more oscillations.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So now I can show you some of the um, sixty camera images. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. So these are trials with holes. Uh, this oh. one was in the uh, in the street. So it's a uh, moving versus cars. Oh, wow! In front in this one. Hey, Hervé, uh,
2: can you make this uh, full screen? I love these. Uh, I saw this one on Instagram.
1: You, you don't see all the, the image?
2: Well, uh, no, I, I can see the whole image, but if you can hit hit the green button so it's full screen, it'll be oh, yeah. much bigger. Oh, yeah, like that? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, perfect.
1: So this one, in this one, I'm moving, but the, very slowly. So the um, the water tank seems moving or like a mushroom.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: So I have a question. Do you know of Theo Janssen's Strandbeest kinetic sculptures? Mm. Which they are, uh, they're Strandbeests. They are these uh, large articulated kinetic sculptures that are driven by the wind.
1: Oh, yeah, and I know this. Yes, yeah, I've
3: seen they, were, it. they have a, a sort of like a mechanical analog of the things you're doing with photography. You know, they have many, many parts that are moving in a sequence of time and creating a, something much more poetic than you would think the simple structure would create.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, and they're, they're also interacting with the flow of, of air, which is, you know, another similarity.
0: These are um, the, the pictures that uh, we're seeing right now are the pictures that are, are most current on uh, Hervé's Instagram, or at least I've seen many of these um, examples there. So this is, these are the ones that you can see on his Instagram uh, right now, and once again, that link is in the show notes.
3: Yeah, so this is the camera 60 with uh, 60 images, all on one four by five film frame.
1: Yeah. So uh, on these last uh, pictures, you have some white stripes on the side. It was um, a defect in the in the in the grid. So. Uh, I did some things to correct to have this uh, right, so it it won't it won't happen now. <laughs> so, in fact, for the camera 60, I had to make uh, quite a lot of um, attempts, uh, tries, and to get it right. The um, film order is the is the part that I did about three or four times to get it right.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not exactly something that you can uh, look up and see how other people have done it in the past.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Okay.
1: So, last, last batch.
0: Oh, yeah. Is this eggs?
1: Uh, No, no, it's uh, balls, you know, to play.
0: Oh, like bocce ball, or yeah, or bocce, or lawn bowling. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's lawn bowling. So that's the that's this one is the first one I made. So it's uh, about uh, three years ago I started to just to start to see if it worked or not. It's the first one.
2: (laughs) I love it. I love that uh, when you're not dancing with the camera, you are dancing in front of the camera. <laughs> Great. And
1: so, if you if you take uh, this, so oh. that's that's the result from taking all the the images one after while to make a film oh. of it out of it.
0: Okay, so, this, um, so what he's done is he's taking each of the 60 frames and um, then animated them one after the other. Um, so then you get some motion. So that completely explains on your website, um, the, the digging machine. Um, yeah, okay, so this is uh, an example. Um, okay. Wow. Oh. Okay. Wow, I am I am completely jealous. I, I'm I, I I want one of these. Yes, um, a,
2: a rubber excavator uh, would be above, wonderful. it makes the digging arm look! Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I have some so, more,
1: but they are not.
2: Uh, uh, I have a rubber pencil.
0: Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's kind of the effect that we get. Is very much that rubber pencil,
1: yeah,
3: and that is sort of it's sort of convincing your brain to operate like yeah. one of every um, cameras. Can you
1: can
0: you run that again? I th- and and uh, because I think I pulled the video. I might have pulled the video while you were doing that. So if you could run, say something, and then run this. This one. Yeah.
1: Okay. So start. So there's only 60 images. This one is not really, but I, I found that the um, the 60 images are more interesting than the film. But, well, you can understand. Yeah. But uh, I have this one also. It's, a, it's one from uh, this summer. Well, it looks like an old film, an old movie. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So this one from the Charlie Chaplin.
0: (laughs) I think uh, that that was... Uh, I think that this is an early picture of Nick trying to figure out his wheelbarrow (laughs) camera, um, which Nick keeps promising to do, but uh, this was a a little animated um, multi-frame picture of a wheelbarrow going by. So, wow, okay. Um, I don't have any clue how, okay, so what's next? There's
1: my clue. What do you do next? <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh last thing I did, but it's more like okay. I, I needed to uh get the um, you remember the long images I made. Yeah, so I wanted to add them on the computer, so I I made this okay, put on inside the scanner. Just uh, between you know uh-huh. the, the the lower part and the lighting part. Sure. And uh, I don't have the scanner here because it's too big. And um, I have this just to scan in in parts like that. So I can every time I get uh, an old image or if I get a new one, I can put it inside. It's just automatic. You you scan 20 centimeters. It moves. Scan. Move, scan, move, scan. So I don't Scan have... it's a scanner so. scanner? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's very much like um, Mongoose, but rather than for digital cameras, it'll sit on top of a yeah, scanner, so I, one
1: for uh, the scanner bed. Uh, one for the 120. The other one is for the 135. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um oh just, and this is the, I have put this on the keyboard just to, to press the button scan. So, can, <laughs> so each time the scanner is over, there's a, just a time lapse, a few, uh-huh. few, few seconds it waits. And then the Arduino <laughs> takes, uh, gets the the two fingers here to press the button scan. <laughs> Once again, I couldn't find a way, another way. So I did that. It,
3: sure. If Do, if if Doctor Seuss had designed that, it would have a white kid glove with a single finger pointing. Button. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I need two fingers. Yeah. Because in my scanner, it's uh, I don't remember. It's uh, <laughs> command and. Uh,
2: yeah. S. Command S. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
0: Um, Yeah. Um, Ethan, do you have any questions?
2: So many questions. Um, (laughs) But maybe we should ask, uh, Irve. what are some of the things that you are interested in working on next? Um, It seems like you've had you know, chronophotography or, or sort of some sort of time lapse photography on the brain for just about my entire lifetime. Um, I wonder if you have, you know, a sketchbook of, of camera ideas, like I keep one you know, around um, and you're planning on some other ones, or you just build one and then you start thinking about another, or are there other, um, camera builds or, or photographic equipment that you might be interested in building in the future that are unrelated to chronophotography
1: uh i have two in in my in my mind but um well for the for the moment i had i don't have time to do it but uh, so just to wait i'm oops i'm just um Modifying an old one i I made before, so it's just opened you you remember the um, the one with the slit moving just one image with mm-hmm. people's or the forest uh, mm-hmm. this this was the the one so I'm making it again with oh. i i kept the the camera apart and i i put the the winding motor shutter. Uh, inside the fake flash,
0: and that looks like it's made out of a Barnack Leica or maybe a yeah, it's uh, a
1: yeah. Zorki. Zorki, Zorki. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's in progress. It's going. It's not finished. But this one is not. It's just to just to wait, because I have other over ideas. But uh, well, needs more 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 thinking.
3: So I've been using a device which is a primitive version of some of the things you do. It's for what's called shift stitch images, and I stayed up all night inventing this, and then it occurred to me to Google it and found out you could already buy one made in China. So, so much for my invention. But it it takes it allows you to uh, take a series of digital or film images across the same image circle. So it's a it's a sequence in time, but you can pause and change things. It gives you time to you know and i've to play with so it's a it's a similar idea that you can you can uh, make a single image over a period of time have you have you looked at that at all
1: uh, i've tried some of the the things you can do with an iphone you, you know you have some uh, stitching image uh, with a slit image of Photo finish—you can do things, but it's not very convincing. Yeah. So the the result is always
3: very ugly. So the thing I'm using uh, allows me to use a high-quality digital camera with a small sensor, and then I shoot through a medium-format lens. So in in this device, allows me to make a composite image of eight separate images with a high-quality lens and a good camera. So it is—you can get a good result. Um, It's nowhere near as Interesting as what you're doing, but it's something in the same ballpark.
1: Okay, um, I will look for. Have a look at it.
3: Yes, the the Chinese Sorry. device is called a Rhino Cam.
1: Rhino uh, like uh, like rhinoceros.
3: Yes, it has a wonderful name. It's the Visilex Rhino Cam. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, in fact, uh, what my wife is always telling me is uh, that I should make more photo instead of making cameras. So
0: I, yeah, for some yeah. reason, I hear that too. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: So it, I have to make photos yeah. So to use it, this one uh-huh. and some of the others to, um, to produce images. I think there's more to, to do, to explore. So that's that's the first ID.
3: I think your wife is right, yes.
1: (laughs) She's not far from here.
0: Is there anything that you are that we didn't talk about yet that you would like to mention? Any um, anything um, uh, that you're interested in? Anything that uh, that we've not asked that you want to tell us about?
1: Well, maybe the the goal with all these cameras is to to find a way. To create something more artistic, so I was very keen on cameras. I like them, mm-hmm. but the main idea is to produce something that is uh, an artistic uh, uh, production. So that's I think that's important because although I made all those cameras, they are part of it. But I think the result is the more important thing. So that's why I should be trying to explore more. That's what I said before.
0: Yeah, uh, not- I, think, I, I think that that's very much like what we are, um, one of the things that I always like talking about is, you know why do we build a camera? To do something that we cannot do with existing cameras. And and I think that that's, uh, that's pretty plain with yours that there are not existing cameras out there to do what you want to do. Although, um, I will say with the slit scan, I do have the Lomography Spinner. Do you have a, a, are you familiar with that camera? <coughs>
1: uh, I've seen it, but uh, yeah. I've never used
0: it. Yeah, and it, it does a lot of what the, the slit scan concept, um, uh, it, it does something very similar to that, uh, is what I'll say. Uh, But it is um, nowhere near as versatile as the versions that you have. Uh, But nothing, I've not seen anything like these multi-lens cameras uh, that work in the way that you have them working.
3: It seems to me that there is a strong uh, resemblance to performance, dance performance, which, which, in a sense you're it's like you're trying to build a better dance partner with your cameras and and it, it i like that a lot a lot of this sort of experimental camera kind of goes in the other direction and you have to struggle to make it do something good it, it it's more of an impediment these don't seem like impediments they seem very well thought out and i'm very impressed i, lo- I like the work a lot
0: okay okay um do you have anybody you would like to um you'd like to say hi to anybody you would like to shout out to um,
1: not really. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Hello to you. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Hello. Thank um, you
1: for the for the moment.
0: Yeah, well, thank you for coming nice. on. I mean, I uh, th- this is one of the things that I absolutely love about this podcast. I saw these uh images from the 60s um uh 60 lens camera and i thought that they were very exciting and all of a sudden you have this incredible set of other ideas too and that's um uh that's absolutely wonderful this has been uh, a i believe me i'm uh right now um uh, the, the listeners generally know but but i'm a uh college professor uh, university professor we will say it that way Um, and, uh, I'm halfway through a semester of not being in the same room as my students. And it is stressful to the point where yesterday was maybe the worst day I've had teaching in all of my time teaching. And this has completely re-energized me and I'm (laughs) excited for life again. And this, this this is one of the reasons why we do it. So uh, once again, I'll give my shout-out back to you. So um, so my uh, shout-out is thank you for coming on. Um, uh, Ethan, do you have anything, anybody that you would like to mention?
2: Same. Same. I, uh, yeah. I could not help myself. I did some drawings during this podcast of some slit-scan cameras myself. <laughs> I just – I mean – uh, I I couldn't not. It was uh, right. it was a pleasure having you. Thank you, Irve. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, E
2: or uh, sorry, uh, Nick. How about
0: you?
3: Oh no, same thing. And I I have uh, been thinking about. Uh, I got a film back for my uh, Mamiya press cameras, which as a mm-hmm. knob advance. So, <laughs> so I could do six by nine yeah. centimeter uh, slit scan work with that. So it's something yeah, different.
0: you can do six by however long, many times you want to turn it.
3: Well, that's true. Right. But I mean, that's the size of the, the film. Right. Color. It's big. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. Well then um, I think it's time for us to say goodbye. Uh, thanks again for, uh, for joining us. And um, we want to say thank you to Robbie Cribbs. Robbie Cribs of Soundtrap Studio is the one who uh, composed our theme music and allows us to use it each week. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks, Robbie.